Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good today because I got a word for you today. You know, as we get closer to Resurrection Weekend, when we're going to celebrate what Jesus Christ did on the cross, boy, do I have a word for you today. We're going to talk about when God washed my feet. We're going to be looking in John chapter 13. We're going to talk about Jesus the Christ, how he washes his disciples' feet, that he does this as an act of just humbling himself to show his disciples how much that he loved them and how much he cared for them. I'm so excited to talk about Jesus Christ to you today. I want to tell you that God loves you with an everlasting love, that God is there for you in the midst of your circumstance, in the midst of your trials and tribulation. I don't care how bad it looks. Understand this, that God is at work in your life to bring things about, to make things better. Let me tell you, I don't care what the people are saying or what you might be seeing, because what you are seeing is nothing but illusion because God is at work at hand. You know, I want to tell you that I trust God. I trust God in the good times and the bad times. I trust God because God has been faithful to me. He has proven himself to be consistent to me. I want to let y'all know that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I'm so just elated to talk about this God that we serve and that we believe in, that he's there for you in every situation, whatever kind of trouble, whatever kind of pain and hardship that you're dealing with. I don't care what you might be going through, but God cares for you. I want to let you know I care. You're not alone. That's the title of this podcast show. You're not alone. I want people to know that God loves them and that whatever they're going through, whatever heartache and heart pain that's in your heart, that there's someone you could count on. His name is Jesus the Christ. He's the one. He has all the answers and all the keys to all your pain. And so I just want to just again, just thank y'all for listening to the podcast. I want to thank you for taking time just to hear anything that the Lord has placed on my heart. It's so gratifying to know that people will listen. And I thank God for it because I know it's nothing but his Holy Spirit at work because guess what? I know that I'm unworthy. I know that there, that God is just using me because he can, not because I'm something special. If anyone ever think they're special before the eyes of God, they're wrong. In other words, understand this family. This is not an easy thing for me to do, to open myself up to people and talk like this, but I do it because I really believe in God. In other words, because naturally I'm a shy person, a bashful person. I'm not a person who wants to be uh, seen. I want to be just someone who just goes through life. But God said, no, there's much more that I have for you. In other words, and I want to tell y'all family that I appreciate y'all so much. And on March the 19th, I will be praying for this podcast. I'll be praying for the people who listen to the podcast and people who don't. I'm asking God to bless you. March 19th is our universal day of prayer for this podcast show. I'm asking God to bless the listeners. I'm asking God to bless your families and I'm asking God to restore some things back into your life. But also when, when we do this, this is going to be a big thing, but also that upcoming Sunday, me and my pastor friend Moise and his church, we're going out to the highways and the byways. We're going to bless people. Uh, and, and I'm so excited because in 2021, you know, I plan on planting a church in the city of Chicago and we're, I'm asking God for the broken vessels. I'm asking God to give me the people that need to be rebuilt up and let them know that they that they have a God and that whatever's on their heart and mind is on his heart and mind. I want people to know this. I want people to know that they are not alone, that God is working things out for them, even if they feel that he's not. I just want people to know that they are loved by God and God truly cares for them and he's working it out. You know, uh, 
it's I started uh, late in maybe like November. I started announcing the places where people are, are listening to the podcast. I'm gonna let you know the family is growing, and I was just and I know one day I won't be able to do this, but I like to acknowledge those who listen to the podcast, especially the people in my hometown, the state of Illinois. I thank you. I live in the city of Chicago. I, just thank the people who listen in Illinois. I thank the people who listen in South Carolina, the people in Louisiana, New York, Alabama, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Texas, Oklahoma, North Carolina, New Jersey, Maryland, Kansas, Georgia, and California. And I thank those people in Spain who listen to the podcast, uh, in Russia, in Iran, in the United Kingdom, Canada, and Belgium. Thanks for being part of this family because that's what we are. We're a family. We're in a storm together. I'm believing that God is working things out for everybody's good. I'm just so excited to talk about my Lord and Savior. In other words, I think that he deserves to be talked about in this season. And this Jesus that I'm talking about, this miracle worker, this guy who does all these wonderful things, you know, uh, who made the sacrifice to come down from heaven, the uh, true man, the true man, he comes down to bless us, his people, and to take care of them. And just to, to love on them and let them even uh, have argument against him and, and come against him. He, he doesn't fight. He's God. He doesn't call for legions of angels to come and intervene in what's going on. He allows it to be played out the way his father wanted to play out. Jesus, he, he went to the cross. He didn't, you know, he did what he had to do and he saved mankind. He took upon sin. And like I always tell y'all, Jesus, because he knew no sin, he couldn't die. Jesus was not born with the blood of Adam. He was born with the blood of God. He had the DNA of God. So he was perfect. But he laid down his life because he was a friend. The ultimate fact of love. If you ever want to know what Jesus, why Jesus did it, Jesus did it because he loved the Father. And the Father did it because he loved us. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son in the world. Just that very simple, based upon them four words, L-O-V-E. Love is an action word. If you want people to know that you love them, just show up for them in the midst of their crisis in their situations. You just have to just show up. Just show up regardless, you know, show up for your friends because you love them. Let them know that you care about them. Whatever you can do for them, do for them because at the end of the day, they need to see Christ. The only way people see Christ, they see Christ through you because Jesus Christ is not leaving heaven to come down here to do that. But when he does come, he's coming to take over the whole world. So right now we are Christ on the earth in people's lives. So be there for those who are there for you. Let them know that you love them. And remember this family, this is a fact. I believe this with all my heart and mind, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And we're going to be looking at John chapter 13. We're going to look at this God washed my feet. That's the title of the message. God has washed my feet. And I want to let you know that this Jesus, this Jesus, the Christ, the anointing one, the Messiah, that he was the perfect servant. He walked in love, even though he had been, he's going to be ridiculed, laughed. People wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill him because he was doing the right things and doing the good things on the earth. But family, but you know how we do it before we start talking about about the word of God, we pray. So let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. God, I just thank you for the day, Father. I just pray for your people all around the world that they will get to know this Jesus that I'm talking about. 
I pray, Father, for all those who don't believe you, who persecute the church, Father, they find out that you truly are such a wonderful, magnificent God, that you really care about people and you love on them and you do all that you can do to save them, Father. I pray, Father, for the down and trodden today, Father. I pray for all the brokenhearted people, Father, that you would touch their heart, Father, that you would do it for them, God, that you would just show up in their lives, Father. And I thank you because God has washed my feet. Thank you, God, for showing just your humanity and who you are and how great that you are, that you can bow down before men. So, God, you're deserving of the worship and praise, Father, because what a more... What a what a beautiful gesture to just to do this for mankind. God, I love you. I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, family, I want y'all to know that March the 19th day of universal prayer, March the 21st, our first outreach going into the city of Chicago to bless people. I want to tell you, I'm believing for great things for us as a family. I want you to not to be uh, brought down. I don't want you to be dismayed. I want you to know that God. We're going we're gonna to talk about God washing feet, the Messiah, the anointed one who sits at the right hand of God. Well, I'm going to talk about this Christ, this wonderful God that I love. I thank him. Father, I thank you, Father. I love you, Father. You're all that I have, Father. You're all that I need, Father. I, I, you know, Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, family, I just want to let y'all know that God is good. We're going to be talking about Christ. We're going to be talking about him washing feet, humbling himself. And, and I'm talking about, you know, you, you can't find a better God. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care. But what kind of God would come down to earth, subject himself to be ridiculed by men, but find the time to wash his disciples' feet, knowing that he's going to the cross, knowing that he doesn't deserve anything that's going to happen to him on the cross. This is what I'm so excited about resurrection when it comes up. Because we're going to be talking about God. We're going to be talking about all the fantastic things that he's going to do. I'm just so elated to talk about him. I want y'all to know that he is on point to do what all he needs to do for mankind. And let's go to John 13. I'm reading from the NIV. Let's go to verse 1. It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew the hour had come for him to leave the world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Understand this. Jesus just didn't love. He loved all the way to the end. He knew it was time for him to go. But he wanted to show how much that he loved. I want you to understand how powerful love is. Love is a weapon. Love can be used to defeat your enemies. Love can be used to, 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 to just, just to do wonderful things. Understand this. Walk in love. Walk in love with your friends and family. And it says that he loved them to the end. I want you to understand this. When Jesus watches Judas' feet, he's washing it in love. He's not doing it because he's just something for him to do. Understand this. Jesus slept with Judas for three years and he loved him. In other words, he just didn't have him around just to have him around. Understand this. The same words that Jesus was speaking to Peter and John and the rest of the disciples. He was speaking to Judas as well. He didn't exclude him. I'm talking about he was part of the he was part of the, the, the elite part of Jesus. I'm talking about, you know, he was chosen. He was chosen. He had he had a destiny. In other words, understand this. 
God loved Judas. Don't think that he didn't love him. In other words, he loved him even though he knew what he had to do. In other words, and so understand this. God is a God who operates in love, not sometimes, but all the time he operates in love. Now, verse 2 says this, the evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Christ. As you can see, that it was Satan involved in the act of having Judas uh, pursue Christ. In other words, because guess what? Satan didn't know that what he was doing, because if he would have known, guess what? He would have never let Judas do what he did, because what Judas did, Judas gave Jesus the power, the ability to take back what Satan stole from man. So understand this. If he would have had known, he would have not prompted him. He would have just left it alone because he didn't know that he was going to lose in the end. This is what you call a prideful move. Understand this, but God is operating in love. And guess what? And it shows you that the devil did not know God's plan because if he knew God's plan, he would have just not let mess with Jesus. He let Jesus walk the earth and not do anything to him. He would have never messed with Judas. In other words, he would have never put it in his heart to uh, kill Christ. But guess what? Judas didn't know that Christ was going to rise in three days and that he was going to have all power and authority at the end of the day. What appeared to be a negative thing turned out to be the biggest blessing that we have on the face of this earth. I want y'all to get excited because I'm just letting you know that Jesus walked in love as we get ready to celebrate resurrection. I want you to know who Jesus Christ truly is. The man of love. I just call him a man of love. The title of this message is very simple. God washed my feet. In other words, God himself humbled himself, bowed down before man, his creation, and he did one of the most kindest justice out of love and compassion because he wants this to go on because as we read in verse one he said that he knew that it was time for him to lead his world but he wanted to let his just leave his disciples with example what they should do for one another because he wants them to walk in love like he walked in love on the face of the earth i'm so excited right now talking about god i don't know i don't know how i'm going to get through it but i'm gonna get through it because i know that jesus christ is a wonderful God, a wonderful Savior. He loves us un un unconditionally. We don't have to. We don't have to worry about the mistakes. As you hear the heaviness in my voice, because it's heaviness talking about this. I want to let you know that God loves you. I want to let you know that He's there for you. That He's going to do all these wonderful things for us on when He goes to the cross. When he takes that march to Calvary, he's going to do that. Now, let's look at this again. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he come from God, and he returned to God. He, so he got up from the mill, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. What an act of humility. What an act of kindness. What such a wonderful gesture from a beautiful God, the Savior of the world. He, 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 he takes off his clothes. He, he puts on an apron. He wraps himself because he's doing this straightly out of love because he loved them that were with him. He wanted to prove to them, not just prove to them, but show his affection. And so it says this, and after that, he poured water into a basin. And began to wash his disciples' feet. 
drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Understand this. They wore sandals in his day. These people's feet were muddy and dirty. Uh, they, you know, in other words, and, and this is God himself on his washing people's feet, showing nothing but love. If you don't love Jesus right now, I don't know what else to say to you. I'm talking about that. He does this, that he he's taking tender moments to grab their Precious feet. That's why I believe in Romans when it says, How beautiful are the, the feet of those who preach the gospel. It's symbolic to Jesus Christ washing his disciples' feet that he was showing himself to be a merciful, a humble God, a good God. That he that's that that's just who he is. I want y'all to know that. But whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind, that he loves you. That you know that he's he's just showing you who he is and all the love that he has for you. And I just want you to know that this is this is God he's not showboating he's not doing anything he just operating in love now check this out and it says this in verse 6 he came to Simon Peter who said to him Lord are you going to wash my feet Jesus replied you do not realize now what I'm doing but later you will understand no said Peter you should never wash my feet check it out Peter knew that this was God. God, what are you doing, God? Why you want to do this? You don't have to do this, God. And so check it out. And this is what Jesus said. He said, Jesus said, Jesus said, let's go back to verse 8. No, said Peter, you should never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Understand this. I believe at this moment Jesus is anointing his disciples because they're getting ready to change the world because he's getting ready to go to the Father. He's anointing them. He's touching them so that when they go out and start walking, they'll walk in the power of the Holy Spirit that they would be anointed. God put a special touch on them because he knew that they would be traveling, that they would be going all around sharing the gospel, that they would be people who would change the world. You got to see it. I hope that you see it found it because I want you to know that Jesus is operating out of love. He's not operating out of anything but the love that he has in his heart for his disciples. And he washed their feet. This is why the title is God has washed my feet. And this says this. I want you to look at this. It said, Jesus answered, unless I wash you, wash you, you have no part with me. Then the Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and, and my head as well. Peter said, hey, God, I want you to go a step further. You can go. Because I, I hear you, God. I love you, God. I know what you're saying. This is what Peter is saying at this moment. And he's so excited because he realized that the Lord is doing something special. Now check this out in verse 10. Jesus answered those who had a bath needs only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. Are you clean? Though not every one of you, for he knew who was going to betray him. And that is why he said not everyone was clean. Understand this. Jesus knew that washing Judas' feet, that he wasn't clean. He knew that Judas was going to be the person that was going to betray him, but he still loved him. He still he still did it. Now, how would you would have acted if you would have been God in that situation? Would you would have been able to watch his feet? Or would you just would have said, I'm going to pass over his feet because he's going to be that person that's going to come against me. But no, Jesus go right on here, washes his feet. 
because he loves him. He loves him just like he loved the other 11. Understand this. This is who God is. God is a God of love. Understand the cross is an act of love. The cross rep represents love. It represents sacrifice. So if you love someone, let them see it in action. Don't just say it. Let them see when they when they are in need that you show up for your, show up for your friends and family. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that you love them. And I want I, 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 I just want to say this. It says this. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so. For that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. Understand this. God was saying, hey, I love y'all, man. I'm getting ready to go to the Father. Y'all don't understand what's really going on with me. But I want y'all to do this for one another. I want you to have compassion on one another. I want you to remember that we are all in the struggle together. I want you to know that we are fighting to a fight. And I want you to be just as humble as I am that you can get on your knees. Don't think when God is using you that you're so to the point that you don't have to humble yourself. You can never do anything for God with a spirit of pride. You have to be able to humble yourself just like Christ did. And he's just showing his disciples to remain in a place of humility and worship the Lord <laughs> Like I said, you got to see it for yourself. You have to know that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind, that God loves you, that he would never leave you, nor forsake you, nor would he put you in the, out there, leave you out there in, in the storm by yourself. Like I said, God is my umbrella. Guess what? If you're up under umbrella, guess what? You don't get wet when the rain is coming down, beating down on you. It shields you. It protects you. That's what Christ is. And so this is what he's doing to his disciples that he's showing them. He said, I want you to be able to do this. And you got to do it as an example. He said, then he goes on and says this in verse 16. Very truly, I've told, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is the master greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. He said, I want you to understand that you have to walk in love and compassion for one another. You have to remain there for your brothers and sisters as they are going through the struggle. You got to know that God is good at all times, that God loves you. He's a merciful God. He's a kind God. He's a good God. He's a righteous God. I just wanted to let you know that. Check this out. Now, we go on to verse 18. It says this. This Jesus predicts his, his betrayal. He says this. I am not referring to your all. I know those I've chosen, but this is to fulfill the passage of the scripture. Who shares my bread has turned against me. I'm telling you before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I sin accepts me and whoever accepts me accepts the one who has sent me. He said this. He said he's talking about when they had the last supper and he's talking that no, it's going to be Judas. He said, I'm saying this so that you'll believe me because he knew that even after going to the cross and they see him put in the tomb that they're not going to be able to believe 
that, you know, that he was God because they're going to say, man, God died on the cross. This God that I've been serving for three years, this God that I've been leaving, believing in, this God that I've been searching and following, that he, he, he's gone. But they didn't understand. But on the third day, he will rise to a place of prominence that he would take back the keys of life from Satan and he would give us eternal life. And if you love him, love him. Understand this God loves you with an everlasting love. He wants to be there for you. He's there for you in the storm. Don't believe that he don't care because God does care and he cares because he loves so much that he sent this only begotten son into the world to die for mankind. Understand this. And when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. You got to, that's what it says in Romans. If you walk in love, you fulfill the law. And so this is what Christ is doing. He's letting everybody know what's going on. And he says this. And as he said this, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified very truly. You, one of you are going to betray me. And his disciples startled at one another and at loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciples whom Jesus loved, John, John, it says was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to his disciples and said, ask him which one he means. Leaning back, this is John, against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered, it is the one whom I will give the piece of bread. When I have dipped it in the dish, then dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Jesus took the bread, Satan entered into him understand this Jesus is God he's not gonna lie but people don't understand that it's Judas and the reason why they don't understand it Judas, Judas was the treasure he had the money so Judas was considered to be a very trustworthy disciple they would have never thought it was Judas they would have thought it could have been Simon they would have thought it could have been John they thought it could have been Nathaniel they thought it could have been Philip they thought it could have been anybody other than Judas because Judas had a title and a position in the in the discipleship. In other words, he was considered to be a very trustworthy man because guess what? That meant that they didn't worry about what he did with the money or what was going on with that. They knew that he was an honorable man, that God was using him. So there's no way that they could have never known that. <laughs> just, they just couldn't see it because, you know, you know, they just couldn't see it. So, and so this is what I said. And then so Jesus tell them, what you are about to do, do it quickly. He said, go ahead. I release you, Judas, to do what you got to do. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to say I'm the Messiah. Don't do it. I, go ahead. That show you that we have free will. Whatever's on your heart and mind is hard. Man. Jesus could have intervened. He could have said, Judas, don't do it. Don't do me like this. Haven't I been there for you? Haven't I showed you love and kindness? Haven't I fought for you? Haven't I been there? No, he does. He said, just go ahead quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him since Judas had changed, had charge of the money. Some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. Understand this. 
Night represents darkness. It says that he left out at night because he was going to betray the Messiah. He was going to betray the Son of God. That he was going, but they didn't understand that he was in charge of the money. He had all this power. They just thought that, like I said, you know, with this podcast, I told you, we had getting ready to get out and do our first outreach to remember the poor. And so they just thought that he was going to do an act of mercy because that's what. The, this what the this what Jesus has been teaching his disciples. So they had no kind of concept or clue that it would be him. They had they didn't know what was going on, but God knew everything. God is never ignorant, y'all people. I want to let you know that God is not ignorant. And like I told you, it's gonna be hard to get through this because he does something, God washes their feet. He knows who's going to betray him. He knows he's getting ready to go to the Father. He knows that it's not going to be an easy way to go. He knows he has to go through Calvary. He knows he's going to get beaten. He knows he's going to get Oh, they're going to do all kind of things to us. They're going to do all kind of things. But he's going to do it in love. He's going to walk in just total love. He's going to show up. He's going to show out. He's going to do it. He's going to be humiliated. They're going to stick. Clothes off God. They're going to do God all kind of ways, but God's going to show up for his people. You got to understand this, that God is going to show up. Oh, he's going to show up for us. Like I said, I want you to understand that Jesus truly do love you. That whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. That God loves you. I want you to get it today. I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to feel the love of Christ. Because this is all that I have is the love of God inside my heart. I'm, I'm just telling you, this is one of the hardest things that I have to do is talk about this. Because he knew everything. But I'm excited because I know what really happens on resurrection. That he's going to get the victory over everything. I want to tell you that God loves you. I don't care what you're going to understand this he's in the battle with you he's who he is he's who what he was created he's God all by himself I want you to know that God loves you I want to let you know that you're not alone I stand in agreement with you so March of 19 understand how I'll be crying out I'll be praying for you understand this God wash my feet and you got to understand it to see it then you can see how powerful your God is I had to stop because I just want to share that with you that God loves you you're not alone I want to tell you thanks for listening to the show I will close out right now because it's heavy on me because I understand that Christ had to make all these great sacrifices just for me to be able to live I want to tell you that I love you and I'm believing that God has great things in store for you in 2021 March 19th I'm going to be crying out to the Lord for you asking God to bless you in Jesus name I love you I thank you family Thanks for listening to, in the, listen to about Jesus. God has washed my feet. I just want to tell you I love you. Let's close out in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, I thank you for the love that you have for your disciples. I thank you for the love that you have for me. God, I'm so in awe of you. I just magnify and praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Family, I want to tell you that I love you. That I'm praying for you and I'm believing God that God is going to do great things for you. I want to tell you, get excited about March the 19th because your boy going to be crying out to God for you, asking God to bless you. Please listen and be attentive on the 19th because I'm asking God to do it. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye.